Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's audio musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things that God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. Every month, I like to hit the pause button one week on the musing and share with you instead a roundup of all good things uh, that are available on my website. And the first thing that I would like to share with you, that is, as I do every month, are some resources on grief and hope in the midst of loss. The first recommendation this month is an album entitled Deeper Into Love by Jill Phillips. Jill Phillips is a singer-songwriter, but she is also a licensed family therapist. She weaves both of her callings beautifully into this gift of an album. She avoids the platitudes we so often say in the midst of grief. You know what I'm talking about. Everything happens for a reason. God has a purpose. Death is a part of life, and the list goes on. Instead of offering those sentimental um, dismissals, she digs deeper into what love looks like in the midst of grief. My favorite image is in the fourth song, where she sings, I will go boldly into the house of grief, walk right in through the open door. I don't have to run anymore. This is not a house we move into. It is one that serves a purpose and welcomes us for as long as we need. And Jill Phillips does a beautiful job of reminding us that we need not fear grief when we have to walk through it, that we can boldly approach and know that we are not alone and that God will be with us. So again, that is Deeper Into Love by Jill Phillips. The second resource uh, is an interview from the year 2008. So it's 14 years old, um, but it is worth uh, looking back into. It is an interview with John O'Donohue um, by Krista Tippett on her show On Being. And O'Donohue, uh, this was one of the last interviews that he ever gave. He was a poet, a philosopher, and a beloved conversationalist, and he died suddenly at the age of 60 in 2008. And not long before his death, he sat down to talk with Krista Tippett in this interview, and it has become one of the most listened to episodes of On Being. O'Donohue does not shy away from talking about mortality, and his contagious joy doesn't pale when he speaks about life beyond the one that we're currently living. I go back and listen to this every few years and remember his call to always be on the lookout for what is beautiful. And the fact that these were some of the last words ever recorded by him make it all the more beautiful and all the more meaningful. So be sure to look that up on my website. There's a link on there to the 2008 interview with John O'Donohue by Krista Tippett. The third resource is a book. Um, it is by Margaret Wrinkle, and the name of it is Late Migrations, A Natural History of Love and Loss. Now, I'll be honest with you, science and nature writing are not my go-to genres um, when I pick up a book, but there is no better resource for learning about loss and resurrection in the Easter season than a book about nature. After all, Jesus even used the image of a grain of wheat dying in the ground to describe his own sacrifice, and he compared God's kingdom to seeds. He pointed to lilies of the field and birds of the air to teach us to trust. Well, essayist Margaret Wrinkle's writing 
reads like an unforced parable at times where she describes what she sees in her yard or in the um, natural setting around her home. And her short writings in this book, and they are really short chapters, which make it really easy to pick up and put back down again. And those short writings migrate from her family's heritage to stories of caring for her aging parents to describing what she sees in her front yard that day. It is a beautiful book. It is so well written. And uh, even though it is not faith-based writing necessarily, there is a, it is definitely a book that faith-filled people, I think, could benefit from. And if nothing else, it is just perfect for the spring season. So again, that's Late Migrations, A Natural History of Love and Loss by Margaret Wrinkle. This, this month in the Roundup of All Good Things, I'm also sharing a post from the archives that is from seven years ago. Uh, it was Easter week of 2000. 15, and it was written, and I wrote um, a sonnet at that time uh, about Simon Peter, the disciple of Jesus. And interestingly enough, when I wrote that sonnet and wrote that post uh, from this week, seven years ago, I was getting ready to teach a workshop on Sabbath and self-care. And as I am recording this podcast, I am preparing to teach at a prayer retreat this weekend on Sabbath and self-care. So uh, it is really neat when timing works out like that. Um, But there's a link in the show notes to this sonnet and to the reflection that I wrote then. And I would encourage you, if you are not already planning to do so, to be sure to set aside some time for Sabbath, for poetry, for paying attention to nature, and whatever it is that God is trying to teach you in the midst of resurrection right now. And as for yoga, we are going to continue to have the Tuesday night classes uh, in the month of May. We've taken a little break for a few weeks here, but starting back on May 3rd at 6 o'clock Central Time, uh, we will have in-person classes at the church, and you can join via Zoom if you are not near uh, near us where you can't come in person. There's a link in the show notes where you can email me, and I'll be glad to send you the link uh, if you would like to join via Zoom at some point. And last but not least, we have a sermon from the most, actually the most recent sermon from Easter Sunday titled, uh, When We Don't Find What We're Looking For. And no, it has nothing to do with a the U2 song of um, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Um, but it is a reflection on Luke chapter 24 and what the women at the tomb came expecting to find and what they did not find. So uh, there's a link in the show notes. Hope you will check that out. And finally, as we come to this time of conclusion, I want to share with you a scripture from Psalm 103, verses 102, verses 1 and 2, rather. And this is in the Passion Translation. With my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being, I bow in wonder and love before you, the Holy God. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. If you would like to receive this information, uh, the monthly roundup of all good things, you can sign up to get this over email on my website. There are links in the show notes this week to everything that I've shared with you. All of it is available on the website or it is linked on the website. And as always, friends, as speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we're able to use on this podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.